Hello and welcome to Spiritual Alignments live telecast. Today is October 2nd and today we are gathered to talk about transformation. Transformation is such a buzzword. I'm sure you must have heard about transformation in your workspace, in your personal lives. Everybody is talking about transformation. Yet, in our experience, we realize very few of us actually know what transformation means. So today we are gathered, Shakti Sharma, myself, and we have Mitesh Kaparia, my partner, to really talk about going, taking this deep dive into the world of transformation. So let me begin by sharing what does transformation really means. When I think about transformation and when I reflect back on my own journey, we come into this world and sometimes because of all these different experiences we had in our childhood, in our uh, growing up, in our birth process, our, you know, our ancestral lineage, just a variety of different experiences we go through as a child, as a teenager, seeing other people operate from, you know, around us, seeing how society functions, how what things are appropriate in our culture and what aren't. Sometimes in the process, most times in the process, there are parts of us that get dormant, that we somehow lose, you know, over all these years and decades of just being an adult or just growing up on the planet. And what transformation does, it allows us this break. It allows us this opportunity to really look at these dormant parts within us and really activate them again. And sometimes transformation begins with a simple feeling. Hey, I am this not feeling content or not feeling fulfilled in this aspect of my life. And that could be the call for transformation. And sometimes it is something else. Sometimes it's a relationship. Sometimes it's a a life experience that brings people on that path. But what happens during the process is we get to meet ourselves. We get to really activate these parts of us that are lying dormant and this universe is nudging us. Hey, Shakti. Hey, Mitesh. Own these parts about you. These are your gifts. And that is the beauty and really potentiality of what transformation can really allow us. So with that, let me ask you, Mitesh, what does transformation really mean to you? Sure. So transformation, I really love what you said about this universe nudging you. And it's really what I I see transformation as is, you know, there's a seed. There is that inspiration. There's that nudge that you get from within. And that is truly that seed of what you could potentially reach to or even create or experience in your life. And I find the biggest challenge for most folks when when they think about transformation is they think of it from a very mental level. And just imagine, I mean, your mind can only perceive what you feel you can accomplish through experiences or seeing other people or just your observations based on your senses and your experiences. And 
yes, you can reach a certain level and experience, but with truly able to take it from one step to the next level to the next level to the next is really having that, that transformation come from that inner voice. And that inner part of us really has this ability to see at a 40,000 foot level of what can be possible in your life. What you can't even imagine yet that, that is awaiting in your life experience. And I'm sure many of you have experienced that. I know I have where you go on this life experience and you just follow a nudge, you follow an instinct or, or, or something that makes you go in a certain direction. And all of a sudden you, the experiences that you have are way beyond what your mind could ever perceive or way beyond what you could even draw up in a, in a dream almost, but it's really stepping away from that mental level of here's what I want to do versus now let's pick it up from, from that deeper part of you. And really to what your point is that like really just taking that nudge and seeing where it goes and seeing how far you can take it because those types of experiences and those following of those nudges are really what create those transformative moments in, and especially I, I've seen it in my life and I'm sure you, you know, Shakti has seen it in her life, but that's really it. And so, I, I mean, I, I'd love to hear from you, Shakti, in terms of any key moments that really have, that you have experienced where these nudges have led you on, on this journey of transformation. Yeah, um, I'm glad that you asked because I think when we hear these stories, it brings to life what we're conceptually talking about. And for me, Mitash, my moment came um, <laughs> right after we got married. That first year was, I think I always refer back to that first year, is, was one of the hardest years uh, of me being alive, to be honest. And what I became aware of in that first year is, and by the way, it has nothing to do with you. It was just something, a journey that I was going through at that time. In that first year, I became aware of this void that I have always held in my heart. This void of not knowing who I am, this void of not feeling fulfilled, this void of being on this hamster wheel and feeling so lifeless, so fucking lifeless and just having nothing to look forward to. And it's like, go to work and come back home, you know, make dinner, eat dinner. I remember those days. You, you remember those days? And it wasn't really like I was doing things, but I wasn't doing things for me. I was doing things because I had to. And part of me, it just felt like was so dormant, so dead. My heart was so dead. And what happened, and you know, the gifts of that first year is I had all these new relationships in my life. Like, you know, you, you were in my life and we had known each other for a long time, but a lot of my stuff was starting to come out and a lot of my this deadness was starting to come out. And I had other new relationships from your family as well that were completely new to me. And up until that point, I had the expectation that all the people around me, all my friends and family and relationships would hold me and soothe me because I carry this like big void in my heart. 
and something just completely opposite happened. Everybody was starting to trigger the heck out of me. And I'm like, wait a minute. I thought like I needed that this extra gentleness and love and attention because I have this void and everybody instead is telling me, well, do something about it. It's not our problem. You have to go figure out. And on top of it, there were other expectations that I had to work through. So I came to a point where I was like, ah, I need to run away from everyone, everybody. And I need to just go find a cave and live in a cave for the rest of my life. You know, that was the only thing I I knew how to do is to really isolate myself so that no one can ever see my flaw. No one can lay their expectations on me. No one can really bother me and because every time I would be triggered, it was on my face would be my weight. Well, look, you can't feel a thing. You don't have a vision for yourself. You don't know where you're going. You don't know why you're even waking out of bed. There's really nothing to look forward to. So that is where it all started. And I will tell you that there was a point, Matesh, where the pain of carrying this, this death in my heart was so excruciating so intense that I just had no other choice but to follow this inner voice. And just like how you said, this voice came in and like, go meditate, go find yourself, go give this time for yourself. And that is when I found myself. And the way it happened for me, I'm, I'm going to go a little bit kind of in that description. There was this, like, I remember so clearly, we were living back in Chicago and I went to this community meditation class. It was nothing, you know, fancy, no bells, whistles, just ordinary, like very simple class. And there was a group of people sitting in a circle and everybody had their chair. And at that point, I, I may have been pregnant at that point, if I remember that right. I actually was. And it was really beautiful experience. And I even like walked away with so many compliments. People were like, look how peaceful you look. And, and that contrast, that really brought a contrast for me and had me be aware of, wait a minute, is that who I am? Is that who I am? Or am I this person who sits in conflict all day with closest relationships in her life? Like, do other people get to see what I have just discovered about me? Because I thought I was dead. But wait a minute, maybe I am not that dead. Maybe all I need is that inner connection back with my heart to really find myself, to really be this like energetic, bubbly person, the smiling person that I am. Wait a minute, I still got this. I still have so much life in me and, you know, just my dharma from that point became is how do I bring this most authentic version of me in front of everybody? How do I feel equal in my relationship where I can step in and say, yes, I know you want to, me to be like this. You may have an expectation of me, but sorry, that doesn't work for me. This is where I am the happiest. This is where when I step into fullness of me, I became the best version of me. And from this version, 
it's so easy to love you. It's so easy to be there for you. It's so easy to support you. It's so easy to do these other things that not only make my heart happy, together we can create more happiness. And that is that was the beginning of my transformative journey. That was where it all began for me. And with that, Mitesh, I would love to hear how it all transpired for you. What, what was your transformation? What was that key moment in your life about? When you shared about how you really stepped in from like this living as if you were dead to then coming alive mm. in that process. And I know it wasn't an overnight thing, Mm-mm. but, it, but it, it certainly brought life into your experience. And you can see that life, and that's that's the transformation that I'm like that, that word transformation. When I think about that, that's exactly the, the like the turning point. Is like, oh, okay, I've been living my life this whole way, and now there is a different way of living. There's a different way of approaching my life experience, and just acknowledging that. I feel like that's such a special thing for you that you've carried for yourself, and it's allowed you to just take so many quantum leaps in that in that journey and for me one key moment was you know there was this so when I finished my my master's degree uh, I was in New Jersey at Stevens Institute of Technology and I I had finished my degree six months earlier than I had actually planned to finish. So I finished in December where I was supposed to finish in June of, or May or of the following year. And this left me, and I also had a job lined up and everything was all set. So I had about six months to, to spare because I was able to, to a semester. And so this voice asked me internally, I, was, I pondered upon, I was thinking, what can I do with this time that I have? And it led me to a variety of choices. I had some choices I could, you know, stay at home and and just do whatever and kind of figure out what I needed to do at home. Or there was also a choice of starting work early. I could potentially, you know, tell my employer, hey, I want to work early and, and get started earlier. And I thought about both of those options and nothing really resonated because Someone once gave me that advice. I don't know who told me, but God bless them. <laughs> but they, they gave me the advice that, you know, time again, before, once you get start working, you'll never have a break of such a, like, even like a month or two months that you can really take. And this is before, you know, you know leaves and everything was, was a little bit more flexible nowadays. But at that time, somebody told me this, and I was like, oh, okay. So I don't want to do that. I don't want to get stuck. I'd rather make use of this time in some way. And traveling came about. And then traveling, and then I thought about where I can where can I go for six months? And it just so happened that there was a, a university in India that I was able to take classes at. And it was a an organization that I was familiar with, and it just seemed like a, a good fit for me to to go there and not having any big expectation around what will happen, but something in me said, yes, that's a good, good place. Why don't you go explore? Uh, and this university was more about yoga, holistic healing, Ayurvedic medicine, ways of living that are more in tune with, you know, natural, with a natural approach. And 
before this, I had really little to, to no experience around this. I, I thought, okay, let me just explore this and see how it kind of seems fun and let me see what, what I can come out of it. And so I went and I did. And, you know, I took yoga classes every day. I, I went into my own practice. I was started experimenting with meditation. I was reading yoga books uh, from different gurus and teachers and even the one of the key books that came across was the Bhagavad Gita which I started reading and it brought also a level of you know it almost was like a, a key to awakening a lot of the inner wisdom that I didn't really have access to and I say that this is a transformative moment of going through this three-month almost four-month process that I had of self-care, of yogic practices, of reading, of, you know, meeting with people, discussing, having, you know, these dialogues and, you know, just sharing, like, from a Western perspective where I grew up in New York, Long Island, and now going back to India. Even though I have an Indian roots, I never really experienced what India was like. And so when I went back there, just having that perspective, sharing that dialogue. And all of this led to this awakening, in a, in a sense of opening up of these gifts that I had. So similar to what you, you shared, there, was, there were gifts I had just been sitting on that were very dormant. And this experience, you know, if I had thought about it, if I had planned it out two years ago and saying, you know what, after I finish graduation, I'm going to do this, this, and this, I would have never been able to fully write in these experiences because I had no idea. But just following that nudge and following the universal force that was guiding me and really this with a, with a, with a soft, gentle way of like, hey, go in this direction, that allowed me to have this transformative experience. And that's what I was highlighting earlier about transformation is listening to that part of you because it will give you experiences that you can never truly plan out in a way that would be this magnificent. And that's really, for me, that, that transformative experience. And, and so, yeah, there, there's a lot, and I'm sure that you as, as an audience member listening sure have had some of those types of experiences as well. And I want you to just reflect on that because don't discount it. I, I think we all too often, for the longest time, I would take this experience and be like, yeah, I went to India and I, you know, I went to, did, did some yoga and not really give it the, the justice of like, yes, this was a transformative experience until I started sharing. And, and then, you know, early on, Shakti would be like, oh, that's so awesome. And I'm like, that's not a big deal. I just went to India. <laughs> and, and it didn't seem like a big deal to me, but it is. And so I, I want to just also pass it to you of acknowledge those moments and really give it the justice that it is that, hey, it created this transformative experience for you and now you have something to share yeah i just want to acknowledge all that you shared mitesh um i mean think about if this think about it if this you know experience did not come in your life it, if you didn't have this inner nudge or if you didn't respond to that inner nudge i mean your life would be so different and probably you and i would not have met Probably we don't, wouldn't have the work that we do now. Probably our kids would have been different. 
right? We may not even be living in California. We may not be even in the middle of this forest. <laughs> I mean, think about it, like how much is different from that one inner nudge and you going to India and really opening your eyes to this world of holistic health. And now bringing that for your clients, that is really some other level of dopeness here. Yeah, and I, I agree that there is, all of this has, is feeding into where I am now. And similarly, I know that for your experiences, it's feeding into where you are now. And so, yeah, we'd love to hear from you as well of just like, you know, where this is taking you in your journey so far and how it's, it's allowed you, even through spiritual alignment and the the practice that you have and the, 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 the way that you work with clients, how, or even just your own personal practice, how has this really allowed, this, this transformation allowed you to, to be here? Yeah, what I would like to say in short is that sometimes we go through life and we think that this is the end. And the reality always changes. The reality always catches up to your belief system. What do you believe in your head to be true? What, what is true? And sometimes when we go through these really deep emotions, like I was years ago, and I thought I was never cut out for having relationships. I'm never meant to have relationships. I can only live in peace if I'm alone. And imagine like someone like me who love people. You know, I really genuinely do love people. I love hearing about people. I love talking to people. I, I love, I thrive in that connection. And it, it just sucks the life out of you when you think you can't have that, right? Things that really energize you. So whatever we go through is not the end of it. And on the other side, when we actually go through really difficult experience, whatever that is, it may be bringing grief for you. It may be gr bringing, um, you know, discontentment, pain, um, you know, this feeling of loss. I am lost. I don't know who I am. On the other side of it, when we meet these feelings into full authenticity and full honesty, we make space for that. And when we meet them, we understand what gifts are they presenting to us we understand what lessons are they offering to us and once we integrate these lessons on the other side of us is a whole total new identity for us waiting to be unlocked and I do say that with a lot of humility because this work is not easy this work is not for the you know for folks who want easy life this work is for people who really want to grow who really want to tap into the fullness of their potential their experiences put fullness of their personality fullness of their essence and how do they bring most of that all of that into their living experiences and these people who go through it who really you know, take pride in going through a transformation are very courageous people because a lot of stuff comes up, a lot of emotion comes up that really takes over and overwhelms it at times. But it's the commitment to going through a difficult experience, commitment to breathing in these intense moments, coming back to the breath, this commitment to receiving support when it's important to receive support, and this commitment to really being open to discover these new ways of living life is such, the, such a key 
to having a good, powerful, transformative experience. And for me, uh, you know, leading spiritual alignment is also no small feat because we closed down our yoga studios last year, late last year. And honestly, you know, when you create your own brand, when you have a business, it becomes like your child. And to me, what it felt like, I created a baby and now the baby's dying. And even though my mind knows that, no Shakti, there is something more bigger that you want to tap into. And intuitively, I see what that vision is. But really going through the motion of it, I really felt like spiritual alignment went through its own transformation where we actually went through this whole death of this ways of doing business or death of uh, our offerings are what we believe in and really reborn into what do we really believe in? What, where do we hold the most certainty? What is that soul message that we want to offer to the world and really light up our soul on fire and go through that transformation so that we can really expand into our own fullness. And that has been a really powerful life-changing process to honor my grief, to really express my grief, to really give myself permission on days to, you know, not get out of the bed, to really cry, to have all my tears, all that fully uh, meeting my grief in that full authenticity and really trusting that this is a cycle I am going through. And on the other end of it, there, there is expansion, there is more creation to tap into. And that is exactly what I bring to my clients is that philosophy, whatever you see, all that you see in your reality is not the absolute truth, you know. Um, so wherever you are in your cycle of transformation, whether you are you know, in the beginning parts of it, well, I am just curious what this, what is transformation, or you're going in the middle of a transformation, or you are coming on the other side of it, uh, please know you are exactly where you need to be. And with just a bit more awareness, a bit more really awareness, you know, you can really hold these beliefs that really allow you to tap into this expansion, this really more creativity, because as human being, you have that creativity in you. As a soul, you do have this essence of you that is so powerful. The whole world really wants to see you fly high. The whole world is just waiting for each one of us to really tap into that essence, to bring more of that aliveness on this planet so that not only us, we get to live our truth, but every 7 billion of people around us feel inspired, feel like they get permission. As they watch us, they get permission to tap into their, their essence as well. That is just straight up fire right there from Shakti <laughs> and, and, and really sharing this, this magnitude of what transformation could, could be like. And I'm really just appreciating this idea that transformation is really like a death in many ways of who you thought you are and who you, you know, eventually become, you know, you have to, you know, have that death of that old identity in order for that new identity to, to really step forward. And, you know, one of the big symbols of transformation in our natural world is a butterfly or a caterpillar. And, you know, you can tell, you know, 
they look like they're completely different identities. You know, if you never knew about what a butterfly and caterpillar and what they, what could their relationship, you would just look at it and think these are two different insects. There's no way that they're, they're the same. But knowing that the caterpillar has to go through that excruciating death process, literally from the inside out, there, there's a whole transformation that happens in order for that butterfly to appear. And it is not easy. And just to reinforce what you said, it's not easy. It is not all roses and, you know, singing together hand in hand. I mean, there's some of that, of course, is there, but it's not always the case where this happens. And I think just having that comfort level of being uncomfortable in, in this process of knowing that where this voice is leading you, that inner voice, is going to be painful at times, is going to be, you know, you're going to face your crap. You're going to face these old patterns that, that no longer serve you in order for you to get to the place that you're intended to get to. And I know from my experience, you know, going to India, yes, on the surface, it looked like, you know, I had a lot of classes and I was attending, but there was also just moments of me letting go of my comfort level of, you know, simple things like having to wash my own clothes in that process, right? Like, like when I was in India, there's no laundry machines. Like you just wash your, your own clothes. You, you know, I had to learn a language that was not familiar. I mean, that was familiar to me, but I didn't really was, I wasn't really proficient with it, which is Hindi. And, you know, that has served me quite a bit after that. Uh, I speak to Shakti all the time in Hindi and we, we that's our common language that we connect with. Uh, and even just simply learning the culture, different way of dressing, learn, like I had to be a whole new person in that experience in order for me to, I, I literally lived as a different person by the end of that, that trip. You know, who Mitesh stepped into was very different than who Mitesh stepped out of, uh, out as in that experience. And that really is a, a whole death process that I went through without really thinking about it. So now when I reflect on it, I'm like, yeah, that was, somebody had to die in order for somebody to, to be born. And then it's not about the laundry, right, Mitesh? It's not about, you know, something so trivial like laundry, right? But it's about the awareness of what happens when I'm asked to change. What happens when I do things that I've never done before? What happens? Where does that resistance come in, right? Being aware of that resistance is such a key because where, where else that resistance is showing up in our lives? It's everywhere, right? So it's that moment of awareness, I think, helps people to get over or, or to release what doesn't serve anymore. And uh, I just want to say one last thing is, you know, and then you can have Mike, um, is like transformation is messy. It's going to be uncomfortable, sometimes even scary. But at the end of the journey, it will always be worth it. Always 100% because you're going to find yourself in a whole new different light. And that is the sweetest, sweetest thing ever. Yes. It's not the, the, in that moment, but what that result is le leading to. You know, sometimes we get scared of what, you know, where will this take me? And it's, transformation really requires a leap of faith 
on of, of just trusting that this process is leading me to a place where I will be fulfilled, to a place of where there's alignment with my with my purpose. And for for me, I do coaching in terms of helping people be better communicators, helping people be, you know, more in tune. And, you know, it started out as a community, like I started out my coaching practice more of like, okay, communication skills coaching. And soon into it, I found in my, uh, the clients that I work with found that it wasn't just about the communication. As you mentioned, it wasn't about the, just the laundry. <laughs> there were other things that, that played in terms of where that re those resistances were showing up, where, we were holding ourselves back in, in our lives. And so the coaching that I, I really pinpoint for folks is that it's a holistic view of your life. And one thing that shows up really frees up things. You know, having communication with your manager is equivalent to having a communication, a difficult conversation with your partner or spouse or, you know, family member. You know, you can apply a lot of those or even the resistance you feel of, you know, judgment of taking certain actions, you know, whether you're, you know, you're hanging out at a restaurant with friends, you feel, you might feel like you can't fully be yourself at times or friends versus colleagues. Where with friends, you might feel like, hey, I can be myself. Where with colleagues, you might feel like, I don't know if I can fully, you know, be myself in this group work meeting that we're having. And it's, so what is that resistance? Where's that coming from? And what is that how is that a, a playing out in other places in your life? And that's the key, is that this transformation that you're being pulled towards, that you're called towards, has so many different flavors, and it's that awareness that's really going to, to be the first step of recognizing, yes, there is a, a gap. There is some sort of block that I'm working against, or this wall that I'm hitting against. And then you slowly delayer those things that get you to your truth and the end result is, is really beautiful it's really fulfilling and satisfying of being able to step into your fullness because you got rid of those layers because you you allowed that other part of you to die in order for you to step into that and, and that's really the key and, and so if you have anything else to add there, you know, we. This is really the the journey of transformation that we want to to put forth to you, and we appreciate you listening in on this segment and and really putting that out for you. That take take note, take assessment of what has led you to where you are in life and what is where you're being led to from here, because the person you are now is not going to be the person you are even just uh, six months down the line. And it's okay to have who you are right now die in order for that person to, to really come alive six months from now. Yeah, and even though we say this death, uh, please know that there are lots of tools out there, holistic tools that can offer you the support. There are practitioners out there. There is a whole support team that can be built together to really support you, to really, you know, support this birth that you're going through. And it does not need to be this like very isolating, 
process where you feel like you're just hanging on your own and you don't have any lot of professionals out there, including ourselves, who can, would love to, who would be so honored to support you in your journey. And uh, please know that at all times, as you're going through it, you are safe, you are loved, and you are protected. And allow that love for yourself to really birth a whole new identity for yourself.